So welcome, welcome to the 30 year diet. And Susie is still out of town. So um, uh, Diane and I, Diane's sister is Susie's sister. And she and I will be um, doing the podcast today. And, <laughs> and it's our 27th so podcast. Yes. And I have to tell you, Diane sends me over this note, right? As I'm about to start, it says, I have this true to life story about living in, in Arizona that I witnessed yesterday. And I'm thinking, I've got to hear this. So we're going to start with this today, Diane. Truly? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me give my disclaimer up front that I have a sinus infection. And oh. so if I sound like I'm talking into a can, I feel like I am. And if I have a coughing fit, I'll try and alert you. Okay. okay. So yesterday, I'm just looking outside my window because I do that. And I see a bobcat hop the fence from the wash onto my backyard, into my backyard. And it's running around like crazy. And we think bobcats are creepy. It was a small bobcat. It pounces and catches a, um, uh, what do you call it? Pack rat. They're ugly. They're creepy. I had one in my dryer years ago. Oh. by mistake <laughs> it's a, it's a nightmare anyway it the bobcat bite of the pack rat's head stuck it in its mouth and the body of the pack rat is like swinging back and forth and back and forth and all of a sudden it went limp and the bobcat's chewing 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 in your backyard i'm watching the whole thing and I'm like so astounded and fascinated and shocked that I didn't reach for my phone. Oh. And with every chew, he opens his lips and takes more. And it took like three minutes. That whole pack rat, which was maybe eight or 10 inches long, was devoured. Wow. And then the bobcat licks his lips and... <laughs> kind of walked around in a circle, took its paw and kind of scraped the rocks. This is under the orange tree. And then ran over to the gate, to the fence, hopped it and left. It was the creepiest thing. <laughs> well, you know, Diane, Susie says your backyard is really good for entertaining. So <laughs> I did invite you all to come. You did. You did. We are going to actually be in Phoenix area sometime sure. this year. So I may give you a call. I don't know how far you are. but Two hours, too. Oh, that's far. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of far, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, Hi. anyways, how has your week been? I know you just got back from Disneyland. How was that? Oh, my gosh. California is so beautiful this time of year. Yeah. Um, we got to see our daughter in L.A. Uh, we went to Costco there, nation's busiest Costco. Um, like many of our fans, I shouldn't say our Susie's fans, we're fans of Costco. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But um, then my other daughter came with her family, four kids, the girls connected. That was fun. Disneyland for three days. It was great. It was great. Yeah. 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 And, and did you average any steps? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Like 28,000 a day. Wow. I know. Wow. It you know what? Bothered me. I used to wear high heels when I was a teenage what? girl. My girlfriend and I would wear high heels. 
Oh, anyway. To Disney? To Disneyland. Isn't that stupid? Well, but anyway. You were a teen. <laughs> well, okay. No one got sunburned. You're all good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no sunburn. We were pretty good about the sunscreen on the face. Um, I'm starting to notice I have a little watch tan line. I'm proud of it. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> okay. When Susie gets skinny, her veins pop up. And she's always looking at those. So you, you jack girls in your wrists, right? <laughs> don't make me laugh. I'm sorry. <clears throat> That's okay. I don't know. Tan is a hard one, at least, because my skin doesn't tan. It burns. No. You're, in fact, you and I have the same color skin. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Susie used to use that self-tanning lotion? And it would look so good on her. Do you remember that? And she'd... She I'm trying to spray think it on easily. Yes. And I, I would have, I would call her and I would say, okay, go over with me now. How do I put this self-canning lotion on? And she'd explain the whole thing to me. I still remember. And this was before now they've got like um, pa little pads that you, you know, like you put it on with a hot mitt, you know, it looks like those things. And I would try it. And the first time I tried it, you know, when you're pumping a brand new bottle of, of lotion, how uh, some oh. of the lotion will come out like a half a squirt and then a full squirt. Well, that's what oh. happened. And so I'm rubbing it all over my legs and I ran out of leg. I was just doing the one. And so I kept rubbing it on my upper thigh, rubbing, rubbing, rubbing on my thigh. And then I got my other leg done. And the next morning I woke up and... <laughs> I call it my hooky lao leg because if I'd had a grass skirt, the one leg, I could have been a hula dancer. I'm telling you, it was this gorgeous golden brown. The other leg didn't have enough tanning lotion on it, but now I have a very white leg and a very dark leg and I was scared to do anything with it. And then I didn't want my husband to see, he still doesn't know, you know, it's been like 30 years. He still doesn't know. And I had to hide to from him every morning and every night, you know, getting in and out of bed <laughs> for about a month because that leg was tan for a long, long time. And it, I gave it up. I thought, well, I'm not going to try it. Tan, not orange. It, it didn't orange. Oh, I was a beautiful brown. <laughs> was, well, just that part of my thigh. <laughs> oh, that's so um, funny. I did but, see a man in Disneyland, not a woman, but a man who had the, and he had like complexion similar to like my kids, not ruddy or anything, uh, you know, fair, but he had these really tan legs. I know he had done something to his legs. Wow. Yeah. My neighbor across the street does it. And I keep thinking I'll go over there, but she and I won't have any secrets. <laughs> she sprays a tan on me. So I'm, I'm still not sure. I'm still thinking about it, but. She does, does a good she job. listen? Does she listen? Um, you mean like if I say don't put too much on that kind of listening? No, I mean is she a follower? Oh, 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 no, no. She is her own person. She is actually ironically, we're in Utah. She's ironically from Yorba Linda, California. Isn't that wild? I grew up with her brothers and everything, so everybody anyway. everybody connects. It's like this little magnetic yes. thread. Yes. yes. 
That's why I'm nice to everybody. I am nice to everybody because I want them to say, oh, I met her. She was very nice to me. (laughs) Anyway. That's what it's all about. Okay. Do you remember, I'm jumping subjects now. Do you remember our (laughs) diaphragmatic breathing? Boy, I couldn't say that, could I? Um, that That we did with. Oh my goodness, yes. I forgot her name. Okay. Yeah. Susie's therapist. Yeah. So my coworker calls me. She listens to our, our um, podcast, Suzette. She's my favorite person because she's a giggler. We giggle all the time. Mm-hmm. And she was listening to the podcast on the balanced breathing and she went to get a mammogram. And the technician told her, okay, I want you to do this. It's diaphragmatic breathing. And uh, breathe one, two, three, you know, breathe down to, to your, through your diaphragm, I guess. And on the third breath, the um, tech had her hold it and she squished her down. You know how they squish you into the mammogram oh, yeah. machine. Yeah. And it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt at all. And I thought, well, you know, when they say, okay, take a deep breath, <gasps> our chest rises, right? And it hurts. And hers, her stomach rose. And I guess it didn't hurt so bad. I don't know, I, but it's true. I've done it where it doesn't hurt. Wow. If you breathe, breathing is key. And breathing is so important. My back went out this past year. My lower back. Hold on, I'm going to cough. <coughs> okay. And I had to go to a massage therapist. And he taught me about breathing. But he didn't do it like... Susie's friend did. Mm-hmm. Um, but he taught me about breathing. He actually showed me how to do a Kegel exercise the correct way, which was kind of weird, but you know. And a guy showed, showing you, you mean? Yeah. Well, he, he told me where to place my hands and I can feel it outside my body. Okay. And so, and then he said, okay, breathe and hold that muscle. Okay, let it out. And he had me practice that. And then he had me practice it while I walked four steps. And we stopped and then we talked about it. And then he had me do it again and walk the length of the room. But he said, breathing is key. And if you can learn how to breathe and strengthen your core, then you can eliminate most pain in your life. Wow. Breathing. Mm -hmm. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Wow, that tells, I would like to know, because they say we breathe correctly as a baby, and then we switch over to this incorrect breathing. I'd like to know a little bit more about what causes it and how we, how that happens. And then I'm going to go see grandkids next weekend. I'm gonna, I, we've got a baby. I'm going to check her out and see what she's breathing. And then we have a three-year-old. I'm going to see how he's breathing, because I'm really curious. <laughs> Make them all well, lay down now. Just breathe. <laughs> Uh, well, what you're going to see is they don't care how they look when they do that. Whereas if I were to breathe normally or regularly or naturally, yeah. if there are other people around, I'm always focused on how I look. Shallow. I remember. Shallow. Yeah. And, and I remember they would say, now, tie a thread around your waist so that you sit up straight and you're breathing properly. <laughs> that's your upper chest not your stomach you can't do that with a string around you so anyway oh well so i'm working on it you've got to have a string of pearls 
and oh. lift, lift them from your head. You've got an imaginary string of pearls oh, filling your head okay. up. So bring your arm up over your head and put your shoulders back and that string of pearls has lifted your neck. And there's your posture and there's your breathing. Yeah, wow. I'm gonna have to try all this stuff. Pilates. Anyway, yes, yes. Anyways, okay, now to get some horrifying news, Diane, horrifying. And I should have seen this coming, I did not. But this week my husband sent me my, um, my junior, my high school, my junior year picture. And he sent me his. And I'm like, he'd never seen mine before. I said, where did you get that? Yeah. Ancestry.com or, yeah, Ancestry now has everyone's yearbooks. And you can look up people's yearbook photos. Oh, I have, no. <laughs> my junior and my senior pictures were good. The other four, junior high school and, and freshman, sophomore years were horrible, horrible pictures. And uh, I joined Facebook like eight years ago, 12 years ago. And what happened was I called a guy that I had grown up with and I was asking him about someone that we both knew. And he said, I'm on Facebook. Why aren't you on Facebook? And so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll figure it out. And I, w- I just wanted to see him. I wanted to see his family. He was the nicest, kindest person you've ever met. And I thought, I'll look him up. Well, unbeknownst to me, I signed up for Facebook and then I was on it for like six months before I realized I was on it. So I couldn't just look him up without signing up. So for like six months, he was my only, <laughs> my only friend on Facebook anyways. With I that figured picture it out. as your ID? No, no, but here's what happened. The, he like a year or two ago he sent me because he's David R I was Diana R and so we always sat near each other in classes our pictures are near each other in our yearbooks and he sent me a picture of the two of us in the seventh grade yearbook and I he's sweet but I had to threaten his life I said if you ever post this on Facebook I'm gonna have to kill you <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote it in such a way he didn't answer. <laughs> Ooh, how, how do they have access to those photos? I don't know. I don't know. And then I thought, well, my mother, I have hers from Red Rock High School in Kansas. And I thought I should send them. I wonder if there's a place to send them because my kids aren't going to want her yearbooks, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought, I, I wish I knew how this all came about and, and I don't, but isn't that, isn't that great? But anyway. that's kind of genius. But not good. We have a lot of clutter. We can get rid of the book, keep the good stuff. Yes. And it will all be on Ancestry.com. I love it. Oh, so wow. anyway, hmm. so hmm. I have been wanting to ask, have you heard from Susie? I heard from her the other day. Um, actually, I think it was yesterday. Um, yeah. We just chatted and told her I was sick um anyway well, how you about had you? like strep to everything you you've had right I've got a sinus infection I've had migraines this week it's not been a good week which is weird um because I had such a great last week traveling I think I just overdid it and um, oh, yeah. I've canceled everything good everything 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 so good because you're busy you do a lot I do, well, this is a big wake-up call that, you know, 
to be more intentional about what I do rather than trying to do a lot, do yeah. a few things well, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. But how was well, she? Have you heard from her? I did. She said that the Johnny Depp Amber Alert trial, which I, I have not followed that very much. I've just watched a little here and there. She goes, Dana, they're in the closing argument stage, and I have nothing after that. Because she doesn't really watch regular TV. You know, she, anyways. Poor she thing, can do but... Netflix. I know, right? Yeah. 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 I think and she there's really needs. Something new. Well, yeah, but what if you haven't seen something old? Like, yes. I finally watched The Gilmore Girls. Love it. And that'll take wow. you for quite a while. Have you seen that? No, See? no, you like that though. See, I did once I got into it. I was one of those that, like, I still haven't read Harry Potter. Oh, I um, haven't either. Oh, Don't tell haven't? Susie. Oh my gosh, oh, my yeah. Gosh. She won't oh. let me be her friend. <laughs> well, she may find out. She's got two of us. That's terrible. <laughs> but my entire know, family is librarian. Yeah, but yeah, she would like the Gilmore Girls. Oh, well, I like British TV shows and British movies and things like that. Mm -hmm. And one time I found one, it was Fanny Gaslight, Fanny Gaslight or something like that. And I thought, this looks good. And I just had it play while I'm working, so I'm not paying attention. And I get through a couple of episodes and I realize that the thing was about a young prostitute. <laughs> I, just, was, <laughs> I just thought, huh, I don't think this is... Uh, that something I really want to be watching. So I turned it up and I've done that three or four times, you know, who knows? <coughs> Quality uh, entertainment. I guess so. But, but anyway. you do need a distraction of your real life occasionally to rest your brain. I think. Yeah. 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 And I work in, in um, one of the bedrooms in the house and it's so quiet that, yeah, I have to have something on the background, but anyway. Does that affect your work? No, because it's really low and I can't really hear it. So that, that's why I watched that <laughs> naughty mm -hmm. show for a couple of episodes. But anyway, so, hey, um, you aren't big on social media, though, are you? Uh, not really. I need to get more into it, I guess. Things happen on social media. They, they do, but I, it can bore me quickly. I just... I can't keep up with all the people and their yeah. nonsense and yeah. And their opinions. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Well, I, I follow everything for my grandchildren and yeah. my daughter-in-law is, they live overseas. They live in France. She, oh. and she's a, yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. They've been there a couple of years and wait, Bonnie, uh, which, uh, no, my daughter-in-law. Oh, oh, okay. I know who. Sure. Yeah, Bonnie's down the street from you, practically. Oh, okay. But um, anyway, I follow all the kids because I want to see what they're doing. Yes. And and then I follow some of my friends. And so I, but I'm not anybody who's going to post a lot. So yeah, I don't either. Am I a stalker? No. <laughs> yes. If I don't post, but I read it every day a little bit then I guess you have to technically say I'm a stalker. <laughs> but I don't, like, are we friends on Facebook? I don't know. I think we are. 
think yeah. we have to, I'm a liker. I just like everything. And my husband, you know, it'll show sometimes, show him what I'm liking. You know, go, Diana, do you know that it's inappropriate what you, <laughs> what <Ooh>. you like? <laughs> Thinking, I must live in the 70s. <laughs> it's good to be a liker. Yeah. <laughs> I like everybody, right? I, yeah. I have to tell you, I'm going to move us along here. I, I, um, I have to tell you something funny that Susie did to me. So I didn't remember back, we had a pot, podcast, we mentioned In-N-Out Burger and we oh, yeah. found a monkey style burger on the internet. So she told me, you have to go there this week and you have to request one for dinner. So my husband's in and out of town. He was back in town and he and I went, <laughs> I walked up there with all the confidence of, I don't know who, but anyways, thinking I had made some secret <laughs> and I asked for a cheeseburger, monkey style, and no one behind the <laughs> no one behind the counter had any idea what I was talking about. I tried to describe it. The poor guys looking all over the cash register. They did not have it on their keyboard thing. There was no <laughs> such thing. Anyways, I thought I would <laughs> just tell you, uh, don't tell Susie I am going to make her, when she comes to town or I go see her, I'm going to make her go to In-N-Out and order it monkey style. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. She, well, and she probably knew darn well, it's animal style fries, but monkey yes. style, ooh. Yeah, you take animal style fries and you put it on a cheeseburger. And so I could have bought that and everything. But by the time I was so embarrassed, by the time I tried to make him understand that, no, I want this monkey style. I know the secret code. Oh, gosh. Well, she can talk me into just about anything. Like one summer I was visiting, she talked me into going with her to your friend's daughter's wedding. You oh, might know who I'm talking about. They're Armenian. Yeah. And yes. we knew it wasn't going to be a typical wedding. It would be awesome. So we, we had to drive quite a ways. We got to the wedding. It was outside in this beautiful venue and hot. And we were trying not to sweat too much. And we had spiky shoes and sat down and super friendly to all the people. They were introducing themselves. We were friends of the bride's family. Pretty soon we realized it was going wrong. We were at the wrong <laughs> wedding. <coughs> This was a Greek wedding we were at because they asked us more and we're given names that they didn't know. And <laughs> How did the decor it? look? Because I'm picturing my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Well, they had us come up and look, go down and look at the, they had food on a table up at the front. And anyway, we had to somehow get out of there and we ran, we had to run to catch a little cart to take us down the hill to get in a different cart to go on another hill in the same uh, area, but a different yeah. venue to the Armenian wedding. Oh, <laughs> Things we get into, we will do anything for a friend, right? Yes. Oh, gosh. Did you get yeah. to the wedding on time, though? That's the... Barely. And I don't think we even told the family the true wedding about the, our, you know, the mistaken wedding till after. It was so funny. That's well, so here's funny. here's a question. I don't know if Sue listens to us, but was the food as good at the Armenian wedding as it looked at the Greek? Okay, so <laughs> we don't know because we couldn't taste the Greek. 
but the Armenian oh. was delish. We only could look. Oh, at the Greek. We didn't stay long enough to eat. Oh, yeah. But the wow. dancing was incredible. I'm oh, telling I you. Bet. I'm telling you. So, the different cultures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, gosh. And, and I love Sue's husband. Did you get a chance to talk to him at all? I did. Yeah. We, I yeah, like him. He, so he's the one that when Susie and I go to New York, Emile and Sue are there, and <laughs> Susie's buying purses, and we're, Emile and I are giving her a hard time. And <laughs> anyway. uh, you guys have really so, had some adventures. We have. We have lots of fun, and Emile and Sue are wonderful people. Wonderful. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> today's podcast, I'm just doing a little snippet. It's on beauty. And um, I was reading an article about a woman whose mother had written, and uh, the mother was a writer, and the mother had written about this girl being overweight as a child. And this girl was just, this woman was horrified that her mother had written this article back when she was a child and the whole thing. So I can't imagine having that done. But I noticed that the older I get, I feel more unattractive. And, you know, when I hit my 40s, I, I got used to being in my own skin. I was okay with my red hair and, and, you know, being tall and the whole thing. And then, boom, I don't know what happened in the next 20 years, but suddenly I'm in my 60s and I'm overweight. That doesn't help. And I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to feel pretty when you know you're not, you know, and I'm there's a, a girl on Instagram, a lady, and she's always talking about beautiful beauty and being beautiful and the whole thing. And you could tell she's just a plain, a plain woman. She's not all dressed up or anything. So she's believable is what I'm trying to say. And so she only had like six followers. So I followed her. I thought, well, she must be new at this. And anyway, um, but her message I get, and I appreciate that she's trying to do this, but I don't know. You get old and ugly and personality just doesn't cut it anymore. And I've had a sister-in-law who's always said, you're disarming. You're so disarming. And I'm not quite sure what that means, except I can tell it's a compliment because she's a wonderful person. But hmm. anyway, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, well, beauty. Yeah. It, it's the real inside thing that has to show. Yeah. Um, yeah, disarming. What does that mean? Hmm. You know, That's I think it means I, I could agree. take I could take their gun away from them. That's what I picture. <laughs> and they wouldn't know what's happened, or maybe they'd <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> but anyway, but I do have a boss who will say I have a million dollar smile, so I appreciate that. But yes, those are important. I've always yeah. had beautiful friends at varying stages of my life. Always. I had one in high school, um, you know, different stages. I've had a beautiful friend. And as you get close to them through experiences and conversation and just over time, um, what's interesting to me, and I didn't know it until maybe the last 10 or 15 years, that all these beautiful people, they're just like we are, kind of clueless to how they come off to others. Like, I believe they're clueless as to how beautiful they are. Hmm. And they're insecure, just like I am. We yeah. all are insecure about ourselves and, and uh, they, but they're beauty from within, I guess. Yeah. 
My girlfriend, Kathy, um, that I went to high school with, I always talk about her. She's beautiful, just beautiful. And I was talking to another girl in, that was in our neighborhood. And she said to me, you know, Kathy never understood her beauty. And I just thought, huh, what does that, you know? And I thought about it and I thought, Kathy doesn't understand her beauty. And so I said to her, I said, hey, you know, um, oh, I can't remember the girl's name, said that you, you don't understand your, Sheila, Sheila says you don't understand your beauty. And Kathy said, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but it's just that Kathy never realized how beautiful she was, is. She, she hasn't changed a bit, but anyway. So, so we can support each other. I know. You I know. know. And there my are people mom. That, oh. Okay, go ahead. You go. No, no. Well, there's okay. people that I'm around that I feel better about myself. And they're yeah. the people that are uplifting. Yeah. Uh, and, and you feel better about yourself physically and mentally. And they're over themselves, so you can be over yourself, you know? Yeah. What Susie does for me, and the same thing is that Kathy did for me, is um, I could be myself around them because they were themselves. And I didn't have to worry about, well, am I beautiful? You know, that kind of a thing. So anyway. Yeah. But yeah. I was going to tell you about my mom. My mom had an acquaintance, and they saw each other just you know, uh, six times a year, maybe. And her name was Carol. And my mom thought this was the most beautiful woman in the world. She's kind of a tiny little blonde, blue, blue eyed thing. Oh, I think she was related to Donny Osmond. But anyways, that's not the point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just remember as a little girl, her talking, she talked about that. But anyway, it popped into my head. And one day, my mom, she was not expecting to see Carol. And Carol walked up and said hello to my mom. And my mom said, she thought, who is this woman talking to me? What an ugly woman. And she realized, oh my gosh, this is Carol. And all those years, my mom, it's like that movie with Jack Black, you know, and Tony Robbins and Gwyneth Paltrow. My mother had only seen a beautiful woman because Carol was so beautiful. So She was a beautiful person. She was a beautiful person. And she was... Uh, not a no not a pretense not a phony anything about her yeah she was real that's nice well you know um who's that actress um oh she played scarlett o'hara gone with the wind um yeah vivian lee yeah really beautiful don't you think she was beautiful oh my gosh yes yeah and she once said there are no ugly women but there are women who don't know that they are beautiful yeah that's kind of profound. We, we worry too much, don't we? Totally. Totally yeah. about everything. And yeah. like it matters. And I have a theory that that God made us so that when we hit our 40s, 50s, we would be near, oh wait, nearsighted, farsighted. You know, where you need the glasses to read. And I uh-huh. think that's so that our spouses won't see how wrinkled and hairy our faces are. <laughs> Oh, that's a Sorry. good one. <laughs> yeah, I've always had that theory. I'm like, thank you for doing that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we are going to let everybody go. It's been fun, oh. Diane. I'm so glad you joined me. I couldn't have done this by myself. So, oh, anyway. oh my gosh, I love listening to you, and it makes me miss Susie all the more. So, Susie, hello. Get back, oh. get back. So, yeah, okay. 
All right. Well, I think she'll be back next week and I have some unsolicited advice. (laughs) Sorry. I write this and I just crack myself up. Okay. The advice is if it's all Greek to you, you may be at the wrong wedding. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. You got that out of that story. I know, right? Well, all right. We'll see you all later and talk to you later, Diane. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.